Hello, on this the 11th day of the month of December 2022, and uh, it's time for our weekly news update. So, thank you to Christian Television Network for carrying the program and all the other networks. Let's roll the first clip. International arms dealer Victor Bout has given his first interview after being released from U.S. custody. I played this because I feel that this is very appropriate. Just roll this. Do you hate America? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates. I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar. Look, it's the same size. They have a... It's the same kind of this. And when you talk to them, there is nothing there even to beef about. We are naturally, you know, born not to be enemies. And whenever there's conflict, it's elites. You know, every, you know, American I met in a prison who is from rural area was very easy to deal with. He has no problem with Russia. And he was curious about Russia despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. It's not anymore the same country. We knew America who used to be a model for entire world and lead and be an example, you know, like they say, a shiny town on the, you know, sparkling town on a hill. And this is of course pity. It was a strong country who was really a, you know, industrial might, you know, this one. And look, for 30, 40 years, deindustrialization, drug problem, crime waves. You can understand, and I feel more empathy to American after this experience than I would feel any hate. What I got to say is, wow, I understand this put out by Russian television, but I thought that's very appropriate. Well, now we've got Australian television ripping the Biden administration apart. Roll this. Now, when the Biden administration came to power, we were promised that it meant the return of sanity and competence to American governance. Well, let's check in and see how that's going, hey? An Energy Department official is accused of stealing luggage from Harry Reid International. The A News Now investigators learning a felony warrant has been issued for Sam Brinton, a deputy assistant secretary in the Biden administration. Sources tell us Brinton is caught on video stealing the luggage. Yes, that's right. They've done it allegedly again. That's the Biden administration, Sam Brinton, the non-binary chap they put in charge of the nation's nuclear waste and who is now accused of a second incident involving stealing other people's luggage from airport baggage carousels with a felony warrant, as they just said, having been issued for his arrest in the case. But look, we all saw the pictures of him there, and don't judge him too harshly because you dress strangely too if your wardrobe consisted of stuff from random strangers' <laughs> luggage. Anyway, what the Biden administration mm -hmm. has done for depleted nuclear fuel it is now doing for democracy. Two days ago, the White House announced it had secured the prisoner swap deal with Russia to free American basketball player Brittany Griner, who earlier this year was arrested at Moscow airport after she tried to smuggle hashish oil into the country. A real genius there, hey? Now, quite frankly, this prison swap is a disgrace. 
Brittany Griner is a perfect example of the old saying, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. In this case, a nine-year stint in a Russian jail, which actually she might have enjoyed, given the fact that she is your typical America-hating woke sports star. Mm -hmm. Well, star might be pushing it, who a couple of years ago determined that her demanded that her league stop playing the national anthem before her games. And while I get that hating on America is just de rigueur for the regressive progressive left, it should also be noted that Griner is also a convicted domestic violence offender. And before she got in trouble with Russian authorities, she was ordered to complete a 26-week DV program after an incident with her fiancé in Arizona in April. Lovely. Sounds really charming, doesn't she? But I'm going to tell you something else. This gets worse because the person that they swapped her for is an even lovelier fellow, a guy called Victor Book, an arms dealer, also known as the Merchant of Death. <laughs> According to various reports, he has supplied everyone from al-Qaeda and the Taliban to rebels in Rwanda. And if you think that this was an unbalanced trade, you would be right. Vladimir Putin has clearly once again played the Biden administration for fools, especially when you consider they could have instead pushed for the release not of the grandstanding, ingrate, convicted DV offender Griner, but instead former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, who has been in captivity in Russia since 2018. Now, we know that the Biden administration had a choice of Whelan or Griner from this NBC report which the network amazingly memory hold and changed, without telling anybody, to reflect the official White House line that they only were offered Griner by the, by the Russians. Now, sir, guys, pull the other one. It plays Boney M's Rasputin. Anyway, indeed, even CNN's Van Joan has admitted what everyone else suspects. Griner got special treatment from the White House because of identity politics. People 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, who will remember this moment because she is an icon. And uh, it's, it's, it's really, really extraordinary. And people are going to talk about, oh, well, this other guy, he's so terrible. You know what? There's a lot of terrible people in the world. There's a lot of terrible people in Russia. But what you don't have and what you can't allow to happen is to have a black female icon treated like garbage and America do nothing about it. Something was done about it and people are going to be proud about that. Icon, well, that's pushing it there a bit there, I'd say. But anyway, Paul Whelan, meanwhile, is stuck in one of Russia's notorious penal colonies and told CNN that he is, quote, disappointed that the White House did a deal for Griner and not for him. Take a listen to Whelan speaking from the prison where he is being held on CNN. I would say that if um, a message could go to President Biden that, um, you know, this is a precarious situation that needs to be resolved quickly, and um, I would hope that he and his administration would do everything they could to get me home, um, regardless of the price they might have to pay at this point. You can only imagine what that poor fellow and his family must be going through. But sorry, mate, you're just an old white male. There's no identity politics points in for the Biden administration to be had in securing your release. So if Whelan just identified as black, and came out as a female, and uh, he'd be fine. They'd get him out tomorrow. All right. Uh, this is from South Africa. They're moaning about a Russian ship. A cargo vessel docked at a South African port 
and has become an issue for much debate mm -hmm. in the country, not the least due to its Russian origin. South Africa's leading opposition party has challenged the government to explain why the ship is docked at a Cape Town naval base. The Democratic Alliance says the vessel in question here is under Western sanctions. It arrived in South Africa's largest naval base at Simon's Town on Tuesday. The party added that the cargo ship seems to have turned off its automatic identification system. The AIS is crucial in providing a ship's position and other information. Moreover, the Democratic Alliance says cranes had been offloading cargo from it at night. The party says the cargo is then loaded onto trucks protected by armed personnel. Shadow Defense Minister Corbus Mare says this behavior has local residents worried as the vessel is under sanctions by the U.S. and European Union. Mare urged the Defense Minister to come out in the open regarding the vessel. The opposition wants to know why the ship is docked at a military base rather than a commercial port and why there is so much secrecy surrounding it. The ship, identified by local media as the Lady R, it flies a Russian flag and as per vessel tracking websites, it is en route from Cameroon to Tanzania. Yeah. Next. All right, so the CDC is now urging masking in New York City and Los Angeles as COVID-19 cases surges. This is current. This is now. They want to go back to masks. Roll this. Tonight, the CDC is urging people in America's two largest cities to mask up as COVID cases are surging again. More than 45 million people live in communities with high levels of severe COVID cases. That's three times what it was last week. As CBS's Elise Preston reports, COVID isn't the only illness pushing hospitals to the brink. Mount Sinai Hospital in Nassau County, New York, is in surge mode, stretched to capacity and adding beds meant for rehab patients. How many beds are full? So right now the hospital really is at, at its normal full capacity. It's one of many hospitals normal. across the country seeing an increase of people suffering from COVID, flu, and RSV. So that's the current tridemic that people are talking about. And it's true, it's real. We're seeing increased numbers of cases since Thanksgiving. We probably have had over 300 cases of COVID come into our emergency room, about the same number of flu cases, about 50 RSV cases. Nationwide, cases of RSV are on the rise, combined with the worst flu season so far in over a decade. COVID cases are also up, nearly 50% since last week. In Los Angeles County, cases have soared nearly 63%, raising the possibility of a return to an indoor mask mandate if hospitalizations rise. But in New York, health officials are already calling for indoor masking in schools. We've gotten vaccinated, so I think you should have the choice. I'm choosing to, uh, to mask. I think if other people don't want to, I think they shouldn't have to. And with only 15% of adults having received the latest booster, today, Dr. Anthony Fauci urged people of all ages to get vaccinated. When you do that, you dramatically diminish the possibility of getting infected and also, importantly, dramatically diminish the possibility that you're going to get seriously ill requiring hospitalization. 
Now, according to the CDC, two new Omicron subvariants are to blame for nearly 70% of all new COVID infections, and they're resistant to some antibody treatments. So getting vaccinated is your best bet to stay safe. Nora? Elise Preston with that good information. Thank you. Next. Elon Musk, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Think about that. Mr. Musk is going full metal jacket on the cabal. Next. All right, uh, name one disease cured by modern medicine and solved from the root cause without needing lifelong medication. I'll wait. Because nobody can respond because there's no disease. It's not about curing. It's about getting people on drugs. Next. Charlie Kirk said it's just been revealed that Anthony Fauci's daughter worked at Twitter during the pandemic. Because, of course, she did. Next. Jack Posebiak, Matt Taibbi just said the FBI counsel James Baker was vetting the Twitter files before anyone could see them, and that's what caused the delay on Friday. Now we know why it looked like the FBI references were scrubbed. Next. Elon Musk just fired Twitter's deputy general counsel James, Jim Baker for suppressing information. Elon is making Twitter great again. Next. James Baker tried to rig the 2016 election and was rewarded a job at Twitter to rig the 2020 election. Next. Robert Kennedy Jr. dropping red pills. Roll this. Four companies that make all 72 of those vaccines, which is Pfizer, oh, Pfizer's Merck, Glaxo, Merck, and Sanofi. Um, all of those companies are convicted felons. And not only that, they're serial felons. Their business model is committing felonies. These companies, in the last 10 years collectively, have paid $35 billion in penalties, damages, fines for falsifying science, for defrauding regulators, for lying to doctors, and for killing hundreds of thousands of people. Vioxx, which was Merck's yeah. flagship product, yeah killed between 120,000 and 500,000 Americans. This was a pill that Merck was selling as a headache pill. Right. And Merck knew caused heart attacks and killed people, <laughs> and they didn't tell anybody. And they knew a certain, you know, we got the spreadsheets that show their bean counters, their accountants, and this is, you're going to kill so many people per dose, we can still make more money, even if they all sue us. And in the end, they killed, you know, up to half a million Americans. And they got away with it. They got, they paid $7 billion in fines. Nobody went to jail. And this is, they you know. hundred million in profits. Yeah. So this is a company, these, it, it requires kind of a cognitive dissonance to uh -huh. believe that these companies that are lying and cheating on every other pharmaceutical product, every other medical device that they create, are somehow found Jesus with vaccines and aren't lying to us. And the thing is with vaccines, vaccines is the only place they could never get caught because it's illegal in this country to sue a vaccine company.
Interesting. Well, that needs to change. It's time to launch major lawsuits against Big Pharma. Next. All right, so Monica Matthews on the air. This uh, is, uh, says I'm going to be working with Florida Surgeon General to hold these vaccine manufacturers accountable. This made claims about the mRNA vaccine that wasn't true. This is Governor DeSantis. Monica Matthews on the air said, and just like that, DeSantis got ahead of Trump on this massive election issue. Well played. Next. Breaking news. The Bank for International Settlements is warning that pension funds and other non-bank financial firms now have more than $80 trillion of hidden off-balance sheet dollar debt in the form of FX swaps. $80 trillion. $80 trillion. Next. All right, so uh, the outcome in Georgia is due primarily to Trump, who crossed a long shed over this race. So they're blaming Trump for what happened in Georgia. But Marjorie Taylor Greene said this has to be the dumbest assessment of a Senate loss. His campaign told Trump to stay out, so don't blame Trump. Blame the one who was holding him over the state, among all other reasons. All right. Next. Georgia runoffs and Iwanek gets massive boost from George Soros-funded PAC tied to dark money group. This guy's supposed to be a minister, but he's a minister in name only. Next. Raphael Warnick, I support abortion because exactly what Jesus would do. I don't know what Bible he's reading, but this is where these guys go. Next. Uh, Ducey, why go to Arizona and not visit the border, Biden, because there's more important things going on. Roll this. And not visit the border. Because there's a more important thing going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Next. All right. Uh, today's cover, FBI warned Twitter during weekly meetings of Hunter Biden hack and leak operation before censoring the post. So uh, there you have it. They've been hiding all the information on Hunter. Next. Hunter Biden plans defamation lawsuits against Fox News. This is very funny when you think about it. I'd love to see how that turns out for him. Next. Hunter and the police officer from January the 6th are buddies. Roll this. All in bed with each other. Next. Polar bears used to be the post child of climate change, but the numbers have been increasing from five to 10,000 polar bears in the 60s, now up to around 26,000. Actual fact is around 30,000. 30,000 polar bears. We don't hear this in the news. Instead, campaigners just quietly stopped using them in their activism. Next. Uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak calls for new police powers to stop illegal protests, but they praise the protests in China, but want them stopped in the UK. Next. Safe and effective, Rishi Sunak failed to answer a pertinent question that was put before him in the House of Commons and instead glibly dis uh, dismissed it. He was then cheered for doing so. Roll this. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. 
uh, there have been more reported deaths and adverse reactions uh, following mRNA vaccination in 18 months than there has been to every uh, conventional vaccine administered worldwide for the last 50 years. And given that mRNA vaccines are not recommended for pregnant women or those who are breastfeeding, would my right honourable friend overturn the big pharma-funded MHRA's recent recommendation that these uh, experimental vaccines are administered to children as, as young as six months of age? Yeah. Uh, well, well, Mr Speaker, let me first say that I believe COVID vaccines are indeed safe and effective. Yeah. But, and no, no vaccine, COVID or otherwise, will be approved unless it meets the UK regulator's standards of safety, quality and effectiveness. Uh, we have an independent body. The JCVI determines which age groups the vaccine is recommended for use in as part of the vaccination programme. And, of course, the ultimate decision will lie with parents. Above the law. That's what they are. Next. All right, UK warned by farmers that's facing a food supply crisis. Um, that's what's taking place. The food produced with care by British farmers is critical to our nation's security and success, but the food supply is under threat in the UK. Next. All the vaccine mandates should be dropped immediately. We need immediate funding for vaccine injury centers of excellence across the United States for screening, detection, diagnosis, prognosis, Management, what is at stake here is death. Peter McCullough, Rolders. I think it has to be said to the pathway to, to prevent any more harm is all the vaccines need to be pulled off the market and withdrawn. That needs to happen immediately. All the vaccine mandates should be dropped immediately. We need requests for applications and immediate funding for vaccine injury centers of excellence across the United States for screening, detection. Uh, diagnosis, prognosis, and management. Uh, we need a massive shift in our healthcare system towards managing now this large number of vaccine injured people. What's at stake here is death. And the deaths that were reported by Mr. Dowd and, and others, the deaths on a more probable than not basis that are occurring in someone who have taken a vaccine are due to the vaccine. And the autopsy studies show it. It's alarming to save American lives now. These vaccines need to be pulled off the market. Yeah, that's what should be done. Yeah, you're going to be hearing more and more of this in the coming months. And uh, people think it's over. It's not over, folks. This thing is unraveling. Um, it's just you watch it. You're going to see what takes place. Next. All right, so just in Chinese government still welding apartment buildings, gates to lock citizens inside. This was in... Yushan City, Jingqi Province last night. Roll this. Can't get out of quarantine. Can't get to When your government welds you in your house, you're in trouble. Welcome to China. Next. Uh, citizens with red QR code are not allowed to participate in society and then rounded up sent to quarantine camps. It's not about sa safety. Roll this.
Next, mass quarantine camp being constructed with almost 250,000 beds. Roll this. Twenty twenty two, this is December. Next. What we got here? China's latest priority is to get the elderly vaccinated. Roll this. Next. Man suddenly collapses after receiving his fourth dose of COVID. He didn't even make it out of the vaccination clinic. Roll this. Look at this. See where the f is. He's got a shot. He's got his fourth jab. Security's got to get in the way now. This is criminal. What you guys are doing is criminal. He's a kid. Next. What is this? Katie Hobbs certifying her own election? This seems legitimate. Roll this. All right, everyone, thank you so much. This concludes the official canvas of the November 8th, 2022 general election. And I just want to once again thank the voters of Arizona. Because of your participation, our democratic institutions thrived. Uh, stay engaged and keep voting. Thank you all very much for joining us. She certified her own election. Uh, we are living in a clown world. That's why I tell people, the only thing we can do right now is get as many people saved as we can. Tell them about Jesus. And if you're watching the program today, if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, why don't you invite him today and just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me in your blood. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I repent of my sin now. And from this day, I will serve you. Thank you for saving me now. If you prayed that prayer, I want to send you a book. It's all about Jesus. I'm going to help you in your walk with God. And if you're anywhere in the central Florida, come visit us right here at the River Tampa Bay Church every Sunday morning, 9.30 for the main event. And over this Christmas season, we've got these Christmas extravaganza. Go to revival.com and you can find out all the information. Thanks for watching the program. See you again next week. We love you.